When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you have championship DNA, then you know it's time to chase wins. We're uh, chasing wins this year. This is Chasing Wins. The issue with him and the in the comment that he made for me personally is that he used the word superstar. Like he says, people expect him to become a superstar. And... That really throws me off because it makes it makes it sound like it almost makes it sound like he's deluded in some way. Like, how are you going to be a superstar on the Warriors? You are a role player on the Warriors. You have a specific role to play. And the things that you have to do for the Warriors are pretty simple. Defend, rebound. And rebound against all, no matter who's in the paint area, basically. You have it to box to be, out your own man. Especially against fours. Especially against fours. Yeah, so against this is fours. a problem. Not he, just threes. You know? Yeah. Well, that's the biggest thing, is that he has to be able to hold ground and be able to play the power forward position. And, you know, it, <laughs> the notion that he has to be a superstar is insane to me. Like, what? who is he talking to? Like, who is saying that? Nobody is saying that Kuminga needs to be a superstar unless he goes away from the Warriors and plays for a different team. Then if he wants to try to become a star, become a scorer and all these things, okay. But that's not where he is. He's with the Warriors. He's he's coming off the bench and he's there to play a very specific role. And for him to be like, I, I understand that people are trying, uh, people think that I need to be a superstar. Like he's deluded. That is a deluded take on himself. That is not what the Warriors need from him. So hopefully that gets straightened out. That concerns me because that makes it seem like if he doesn't get that kind of role in some way, then he's going to be upset again next year. So he needs to get that. He really needs to get that in order uh, or else or else the Warriors may have to move him uh, in the middle of the season, which is something that they honestly should have done this past season and they didn't do it. So they are still holding on to this problem and potential issue where, okay, well, we're going to leave the backup power forward spot open so that you, Kuminga, can take that spot and evolve. But that's what they did last year, and look what happened. He that's was un- partly true. That's he partly was unavailable true. in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, not because he was hurt, but because he wasn't doing his job. And right. Kerr decided he was not reliable enough to play, right. which again I, I think you know Kerr, that was that was on Kerr. I think he was overly harsh over a, a possession or two. If he was doing that throughout the course of an entire game, that's another story. But if he did it one time or a couple of times, like you can't just give up on your only available powerful actual and, and guy athlete. who's capable of playing power forward we had no athleticism out there yeah i mean he's also like probably our best uh vertical threat 
right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, outside of GP, I mean, yeah. and which Absolutely. He's a monster. He's a monster around the rim. Like the guy, the way his ability to finish, the way his ability to get there, uh, you know, in like a second, you know, there's just no reaction time for the defense to recover when he's going downhill. So going back to your kind of thing about his dynamics with now that Chris Paul is on the team and how they can work together. I mean, if they play the pick and roll, uh, you know, with with Kuminga rolling through the rim and Chris Paul is controlling that, I think Kuminga can absolutely just walk into ten points even off the bench, right? So and that would be great. He was averaging ten points last year. That's the crazy part. Like he might even see closer to thirteen or something. You know, like even a bump. Mm, you know? That would, I don't, mm, yeah, maybe because because here's definitely... the thing, he, he's gonna get more minutes. Like there won't be Anthony Lamb. There won't be like Jermichael. Like he's got, it's on him, right? Because he kind of echoed that that sentiment in the article. He's like, he's gonna, he knows he's gonna have the opportunity, so the pressure is on him to take that step, right? So, yeah, as long as he doesn't have this notion that he has to be some kind of superstar, you can right, be, a, right. you can like his mindset needs to be, I need to be a star in my role. Right, right, of course. Right, and that is not just offense, not just rolling through the room and finishing. But doing the intangibles, doing the things that help mm-hmm. your team win and put them in position to succeed, and doing things that keeps your team connected on the defensive end. Yes. You know, when yes. you don't rebound and when you don't do these fundamental things and when you're not set out to do that specifically, then you're breaking the, the, um, the unity of the defense. And that means your defense is broken when you're out there. Uh, and if your defense is inconsistent and they lose trust in your ability to cover the basics, such as rebounding at the power forward position, then you're no good. You're not a championship caliber player. You don't know what your role is. You don't, you're not um, the kind of player that is built to play that kind of role, which means you're not the right player for the Warriors. So Kuminga has an opportunity to prove that that's the player that he can be. The question is, does he want to be that player? It doesn't sound like, it doesn't sound like it to me, based on the notion that he used the word superstar. That word should be nowhere did, did near. Did he use that? Or, did he use that, or was that the article like headline? Yeah, I saw. I saw. That's the word that I saw him use. Oh, okay, I was, okay. I couldn't believe it. So yeah. So let me ask you this, right? Um, I'll be honest with you. I think so. I just and I've thought about these comparisons. So CP3 and Phoenix played next to Bridges and and uh, Cam Johnson, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay. And then you have DeAndre Ayton. Uh, and I used to view, uh, you know, Moody and, and, and Kaminga, and I still do to some extent, as like a Bridges and Cam, like these young, you know, early 20s players who are in year three, year four, whatever, and they get their, their game just takes another step. Like they, they're taken to another level because CP is able to elevate them. They're, they're just playing really well off the ball. Uh, the sets that the Suns run are very creative, like the Spain pick and roll, a lot of, you know, various cutting actions and, and high ball screen stuff. So I used to, you know, I was viewing, and I still think Moody and the Cam Johnson thing is a pretty fair comp, uh, even though Moody's not as good as Cam Johnson. But in terms of just stylistically, the catch and shoot, the the movement off the ball, like side the frame, um, but I do think, you know, even though Kaminga and Bridges have some similarities, like the POA defense, uh, the ability to kind of just, you know, attack in space at times. But they are a bit different in other ways, like 
uh, Bridges tends to kind of live in the mid-range. Kaminga can can shoot the mid-range for sure. He can operate in, in that area. I want to ask you a question. Yeah. Uh, about Kaminga, and it's this. So, essentially, going into his third year, if they're trying to say that they're trying to give him an elevated role from what he had last year. Right. Okay. More or less, you're kind of saying that, okay, we're ready to give you the opportunity to play the auto role. That's essentially, that's essentially what I'm hearing, which means, but here's the thing though. I think, I think Sarich is going to be more of the auto role in in, in this case. I mean, I kind of maybe think that too, a little bit, but defensively, like the guy has nowhere That's near true. the versatility of an auto. Right. He can't guard perimeter players, right? Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Like he, so he's more like a Bielita in a way. So yeah, he's like a blend. Me, he's like a blend. Yeah. yeah like a sure. You could say he's a blend, but like he's not he's certainly not more efficient than Otto from an offensive standpoint. Sure. Nowhere okay. near Bielita. Um you look at his overall career in terms of his field goal percentage and things like that. Like last year was probably an out, last year was an outlier compared to what he shot for his career, which is like 43, 44%, which is not great at the power forward center position. It's probably because he takes a lot more shots, you know, outside the paint than he does inside of it. Uh, but there are some uh, holes to consider uh, in terms of his overall fit with, let's say, a closing lineup. You know what I mean? I think you right. said that in the past too, that uh, you're not sure that. You want Sarish to be yeah, no, I agree. part of a closing lineup. Right? I don't think he's as good as Otto, but I do think he's better than Belly. It's like okay. in, in, 